0: T G I W, my friends. T G I W. Yes, you got to be thankful for every single day that we are given. Even in the middle of this chaos, there's so many things that we all have to be thankful for. We've got our loved ones, our family, our friends. Hopefully, you have your health, and if you are breathing, then you are on the right side of uh, you're on the right side of of the ground, and we all can be thankful for that. So many people are dealing with uh, truly devastating issues right now. I've got a friend, my sister's friend actually is in the hospital, uh, on a ventilator and we are praying for him to get out of there if you are a loved one have a loved one that's in the hospital just know there's a lot of people out there believing and praying that uh, that they're gonna make it out and uh, everything's gonna be okay so thank you for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here if you're on Facebook thank you so much please hit the share button right now it goes a long way to helping me spread the truth that you're not gonna hear on most of your mainstream media channels on Twitter thank you so much please retweet my YouTube audience thank you so much I truly appreciate appreciate you. And if you're listening via the David J. Harris Jr. podcast, you are getting all of my news plus my amazing one-on-one deep dive interviews that I get to do with individuals like Victor Marx, Herschel Walker, Ted Nugent. I just interviewed Senator uh, Ted Cruz and Michael Knowles today. Are you kidding me? I've got Graham Allen in the, uh, in the lineup. Friends, you get it all at David J. Harris Jr. on your favorite podcast platform. All right, let's get into the news today. What is going on? Well, the president just keeps on doing what he does best, holding people accountable, keeping people, keeping us safe, and uh, and letting the, the criminals know that there's a new sheriff in town. Oh yes, he's dropped an absolute bomb on MS-13. Uh, while the Democrats and the mainstream media just continue to pander to their audience, trying to act like, oh, Joe Biden is gonna be the best for our country. Joe Biden can't even figure out what the heck is going on most of the time and has a hard time reading his teleprompters, while the president continues to take action. There was a massive sting operation that led to uh, over 20 some individuals arrested, MS-13 individuals, terrorists, and the president is actually calling for the death penalty on some of those terrorists. Here's the president right here. You don't see or hear this on most of your mainstream media because they don't want you to hear what the president's doing to help keep all of us safe.
1: Here today to provide an update on my administration's all out campaign to destroy MS-13, a vile and evil gang of people. We've just concluded a historic operation leading to the arrest and indictment of dozens of savage MS-13 members and leaders all across the country. So this is something that's taken place over the last Past few days. More than 20 of the criminals we indicted and arrested in the past seven days were illegal aliens. Yesterday, for the first time ever, the Eastern District of Virginia, thank you very much, indicted MS-13 leaders on charges of terrorism. So we have the MS-13 leader on charges of terrorism, and that's the first. Is that correct? Yes, yes Mr. We're using terrorism, which gives us extra strength. In New York and Nevada, 21 MS-13 members and leaders have been indicted on charges, including murder, kidnapping, and drug trafficking. The DOJ has also announced that it will seek the death penalty for a bloodthirsty MS-13 leader responsible for the despicable killing of seven Americans, including two teenage girls.
0: Thank you, Mr. President and AG Barr for doing what all Americans hope uh, gets done in holding these animals, these terrorists accountable, and I'm thankful that he's put the death penalty back on the, plat- the, the plate. Uh, the, I know that there was just a, a, a guy, that a terrorist that was given the death penalty sentence, and uh, it's something that I think will hopefully start to deter some of these individuals, some of these criminals, some of these terrorists from coming into our country if they know that yeah they're not just gonna get sent back they're actually gonna get uh they're gonna their their life is going to end well if we look at joe biden on the other hand friends i'm thankful that president trump put together a list of 42 disastrous things that joe biden would do as president president trump held a press conference where he laid out 423 different things, but 42 main ones. The president uh, said that there have been presidential election uh, where differences between candidates was so different. I don't think there ever has been. That's true because no one has ever run on a socialist presidential candidate like, uh, like Joe Biden is. Let's jump down to the list. Abolish immigration. Now think about this list. When you think about MS-13 and these gang members that are coming by the thousands into our country. Joe Biden wants to abolish immigration detention. No more detention centers. You come here illegally, no more detention. Stop all deportation. Let's, we'll, we'll just let them here. they stay here, they got here, they broke in here. Let's just let them stay here. Uh, end prosecution of illegal border crossers. Support the deadly sanctuary cities incentivize illegal alien Uh, child smuggling, expand asylum for all new illegal aliens, cancel all asylum cooperation agreements with Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador. Taxpayer-funded lawyers will be given to all illegal aliens, abolish immigration enforcement against illegal workers, restore, catch, and release policies. Are you kidding me? Grant work permits for illegals, provide taxpayer your tax dollars, subsidies, and welfare for illegal aliens and new immigrants federal student aid, and free community college for illegal aliens, aliens. The list goes on and on. Please get to my website, davidharrisjr.com, and check out the full list for yourself. That is a welcome wagon. That is a, a welcome mat, friends, for anybody that wants to just break into our country. And, that that, and yet that is exactly what Joe Biden wants to do. He's throwing us American citizens under the bus. I think that we should all Uh, If Joe Biden was to get elected, we should all deem ourselves illegal we'd get pretty much free everything and not have to do anything, not have to work. Well, that's not really the American way. That's not what I want. I like and love the opportunity to work hard and uh, get rewarded for my efforts. And I think you do too. The American people do. That's the heart of America. Now, where was this MS-13 at? Are they, just, are they just central to one area? That is the very dangerous thing about open borders, friends. The very dangerous thing about open borders is they don't just stay in the southern states. No, they get all over the country. This sting operation that AG bar is about to show you, it led them all over the country. I'm sure the residents of these states are very happy that this sting operation took place.
2: Today we were talking with the president about three actions we took. Uh, Melgar Diaz uh, was indicted in the Eastern District of Virginia. First time we've used terrorism charges against a member of MS-13. Uh, He was responsible for activities in 13 states, 20 clicks in the United States. He was also the person who would green light assassinations in the United States. The orders come from El Salvador or the request to assassinate people go down to El Salvador and he would green light the hit. We also uh, took uh, down—this was an HSI case uh, in uh, Las Uh, Vegas—we took down uh, the Hollywood click which operated not only in uh... nevada but also in california and in the eastern district of new york again long island and we took down twenty one members and the leadership uh... of that uh... organization and then finally these are the new york uh, uh... Indictees, and then finally, uh, I, I announced that we are going to seek the death penalty uh, against Alexei Sayans, uh, who is a a leader uh, in in the Eastern District of New York, a leader of MS-13.
0: Yes, justice and judgment is coming to all those that enter our country with the intent to harm, maim, or murder. Taking out these terrorists is exactly what this presidency is all about. Yet. If Joe Biden were to become elected, friends, there goes our borders, there goes the welcome mat, There, here comes all of the MS-13 gang members, there goes our country. It really is, it really is that Simple, that is truly what is at stake this year. But we need the House and we need to keep the Senate. Friends, if you're on Facebook, if you haven't shared this already, please hit the share button right now, it goes a long way. Maybe one of your family members or friends or someone else's will see something today that'll make them say, you know what? I need to rethink where I'm putting my faith in who I believe will run this country the best. It's absolutely and undoubtedly President Donald J. Trump and his administration. Well, we heard about the couple that in St. Louis that uh, that were protecting themselves. That had their uh, that he had his rifle, she had a pistol, and they were making sure that they weren't going to get raided and ran over, murdered, and their house burnt down, as they had just seen take place in St. Louis uh, with the riots there. Well. They're under indictment by the Soros-backed DA there. Trump may intervene on behalf of the gun-wielding couple who defended their property from the rioters. President Trump may intervene on behalf of the St. Louis couple that made headlines. They're making some memes galore as well after brandishing their firearms in defense of their home while rioters ta- uh, taunted them. Mike and Patricia McClowski were videotaped the evening of July, June 28th wielding firearms After they say people from a passing protest damaged their fence, they broke it down, literally, if you've seen it, Um, Missouri Governor Mike Parsons told reporters that he spoke with President Trump about the issue Tuesday, yesterday, saying he understands the situation in St. Louis and how out of control it is for a prosecutor to let violent criminals off and not do their job and then try to attack law-abiding citizens. Friends, we, we vote these people in. I don't understand. I mean, I'm thankful. I always try to look for a silver lining in things. I truly believe the true heart and intention and mindset of these Democrats are being exposed right now. Why in the world, in California, they're looking to let 8,000 criminals out, out of prison. Governor Gavin Newsom, oh, it's because of COVID. Yeah, you can't open your business. You can't run your life. You can't go anywhere you pretty much can't hardly do anything it's absolutely insane to me yet i'm thankful that they are being exposed for the totalitarian dictating tyrants that they are that is indeed what they are and as far as biden goes here's this video that i'm thankful that was put out there i know the president shared it as well maybe you've seen it i think it's it's worth watching again especially if you're brand new to the show or you just tuned in how would you uh, how would you consider and why would you believe that Joe Biden would have any ability whatsoever to do anything different than he's already done in the 47 years he's already been in office? Friends, just before COVID, we had the greatest economy in the world. And if you look at the Dow, the stock market is doing extremely well, even in the midst of all of this, while Biden just continues to tout, oh, well, I'm going to now make it America first. Oh, now I'm going to say we need to buy American. Now I'm going to hold China accountable. It is laughable It's absolutely laughable As is this Joe Biden can't fix
1: our economy Biden supports massive tax increases On working families Trade deals that let China and Mexico Steal our jobs Amnesty for illegal immigrants Competing for American jobs America would become diminished and weak Just like Biden President Trump gave us the strongest economy America has ever known Millions of new jobs Lowest unemployment rate for black and hispanic americans and he will do it again i'm donald j trump and i approve this message
0: yes he will do it again you know the mainstream media doesn't like to show that they don't like to talk about that lowest ever recorded unemployment for the black community for the hispanic community in this country over 60 year low for women in this country It's absolutely a beautiful thing what this president was doing in the three and a half short years that he's been in office. We need him to continue his policies and I know we will all benefit, all of you on the the fence, wondering, is this stuff about President Trump I've heard? You know, I got to interview Herschel Walker and he shared with me, it's a podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, search David J. Harris Jr. on your favorite podcast platform. Herschel Walker is an amazing individual. He loves this country. He's a patriot. He's a man of faith. And he shared with me on that podcast that Donald Trump, uh, 20, 30 years ago, back in the 80s, would drop off his kids, little Donnie and Eric, at Herschel Walker's house, and Herschel would watch them for a week. Now, why would a racist drop his little kids off at a black man's house? (laughs) And just consider this, nobody ever, not one time, nobody ever accused Donald Trump of being a racist until he ran for president as a Republican. Those are the things that should make you go, hmm, and hopefully they'll wake you up a little bit. Well, we've got uh, in Southern California, these officials are asking the governor to intervene in an unconscionable release of a sex offender. Yeah, well, if you're in California, you can't open your business, you can't worship, you can't sing in church. Now you can't even go to church, but they're trying to release some pretty pretty, uh, nasty individuals. Kerry J. Smith, 59, of Costa Mesa, California, has been living in state institutions since 1999 after his wife supplied police with a paper he wrote about the unspeakable acts he wanted to perform on a seven-year-old boy who lived in the area. We call that a predator. He has been eligible for a trial every six months in an attempt to be released, but at each hearing, Smith told the board that if he was released, he would offend again. He claims that he has molested over 200 boys and killed three of them. He prefers to go by the name Mr. RTK, which stands for rape, torture, and kill. Absolutely disgusting individual. He's a man who should never be allowed to walk free, but sadly, he will be free soon because the hospital where he has been staying forgot to renew his hold. He no longer even has to register as a sex offender, so his neighbors won't have a clue, at least not until it's too late. Orange County Board of Supervisors chairman, Michelle Steele said this, Smith is unstable individual, has openly made threats to rape and murder children, and has stated that he would reoffend upon his release. That the fact that he is being released back into our community is unconscionable. Hopefully, hopefully, Gavin Newsom, doesn't figure out some way to say, you know what, because of COVID and all this other stuff, maybe he deserves a second chance. We'll keep you posted on that story because he absolutely does not need to be let out of any of those institutions. Well, I had the absolute blessing and uh, and privilege of interviewing a rock star, an absolute rock legend, Ted Nugent, friends. He is the, the guitar playing, uh, uh, <laughs> a patriot that loves this country. He helped, he shared with me on our podcast how he helped our president win in 2016. I got a clip for you from that podcast. That podcast is now live on my podcast platform. Here's just a little bit of what Ted Nugent had to say about Democrats and how they do things. And he's been alive 72 years, he's seen a lot. He shared a lot more in the podcast, but here's this clip. From what we've seen Joe Biden do and say, what do you think would take place in our country if Joe Biden was to win the presidency?
1: I gotta tell you, it's so simple, it's stupid. You know who's destroying Atlanta, and New York, and Seattle? You know, you know who's destroying those cities? Yeah, Democrats. Those Democrat, are Democrats. Yeah, they're they're. Who's backing off and telling the police not to save their citizens? So Democrats yeah. who created the atmosphere and the embarrassing cultural abandonment in all these major metropolitan areas that that induced and actually encouraged such treasonous, violent, evil behavior?
0: Every city, every Democrat And that was just a little bit of what Ted had to share. He dropped some absolute bombs on that podcast. I know you'll absolutely love it. Please check it out on your favorite podcast platform and then share it with 10, 15, 20 friends. Help spread the word about me trying to bring the truth to the masses. Well, the president secretly secretly authorized CIA to carry out cyber attacks on Iran, China, Russia, and others. Oh my goodness, I'm sure Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff were furious that they didn't know about this. This is going to be very upsetting to them, uh, as well as other Democrats who, since they they can't win a debate, resort to making all kind of wild, unestablished claims against the president. Even after the Russia collusion hoax was totally debunked, Adam Schiff has continued to claim that Trump colluded with Russia. (laughs) Where do these guys get off? They really think we're stupid, I really do. I I don't think you can blame him for that, I, I don't know. but. Uh, then I've always been tolerant of those with less gray matter than a stone. Just ask yourself: If President Trump was the was a subservient to Putin as Schiff continually lies, why would he order cyber attacks against Russia? Why did he order the attack against Syria that killed about 100 Russians, and why did he impose the strongest sanctions against Russia of any president before him? He is also alleged to have ordered cyber attacks against China and Iran as well. Mark my words, Democrats will soon be blaming Trump for ordering cyber attacks against countries that are not friendly to us, even though they previously complained he was too soft on them. Again, the president just continues to do what he does best, for our country, while the Democrats just continue to try to make stuff up. Well, this is a beautiful thing uh, in their own in their own state. Here we got AOC and Cuomo. I, I don't care. Andrew Cuomo gets maybe one tenth of one thing right out of the, out of a hundred. One tenth of one out of a hundred. He's done so so much wrong, but uh, at least on this, I'll give him credit because he absolutely slams AOC. Cuomo rips AOC over factually impossible claims. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo ripped AOC a new one over her ridiculous claim that the dramatic rise in shootings in New York City had to do with people wanting bread or not being able to pay their rent. He called her claims factually impossible. I've got the clip right here, back to back with AOC. You're gonna enjoy this one.
2: I don't know what she said. Uh, So I have no comment on what she said.
3: I think there's something about this uptick in crime Let me make something super clear for everyone here having this question.
2: People have theories. An incorrect theory doesn't wind up being correct.
3: Maybe this has to do with the fact that people aren't paying their rent and are scared to pay their rent. And so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money. So you maybe have to, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry
2: that night. It is factually impossible that somebody committed a crime so they could pay their rent. If you can't pay your rent, you cannot be evicted right now.
0: Okay, I want to pause for a second and tell you about a company that is supporting me, one of my sponsors, Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold Group helps Americans diversify their savings with gold and silver. In February, when COVID-19 was a distant concept to most Americans, gold was in the $1,500 range. The Dow was over 29000 Today, as the virus tears apart the economy, gold is over $1,700 and the Dow is around 2400 Major market disruptions favor if you have not diversified some of your savings into gold, there's no better time than today. Protect your savings from any further setbacks in the stock market. Gold is a safe haven against uncertainty. Contact Birch Gold Group to request a free info kit on physical precious metals. See if diversifying into gold and silver makes sense for you. To get your no cost, no obligation kit, go to birchgold.com/dhgold. That's birchgold.com/dhgold. <laughs> How did that woman get in Congress? Are you kidding me? She's got an IQ of a box of rocks, and I think that is, uh, that's is—that's actually given her too much credit. We can't forget she was a bartender. Her brother put her up to an audition. She auditioned because she looked the part, and they thought that she could play the part of uh, Sandy from the Bronx, even though she's from an upstate town called uh, Yorktown that was a very affluent area uh, with no police because there's no crime there, and yet she wants to lecture America on why none of us need police, and why criminals are actually the criminals that they are, uh, because they can't pay their rent. Well, Cuomo at least had to put her in her place, and I don't think she had anywhere else she could go after that. I've got this other video on reparations. I want to cover up. I want to cover COVID as well in a second, but. Here is uh, another typical Democrat blaming the wrong people, blaming the wrong thing, an inanimate object for the rise in crime. After disbanding the anti-crime unit, Mayor de Blasio, oh, oh, there's my book behind my head right there. (laughs) If you haven't got it yet, click on that at djhjmedia.com and get it. Uh, Mayor de Blasio blames a 358% in violence on guns. Not the people, not bread, not being able to pay your rent, no on guns. Here we go again with another Democrat deflecting blame for gun violence in his city on an inanimate object, the guns. Mayor Bill de Blasio on Monday blamed guns for the escalating violence in his city while doing a video address. Blaming the guns is the scoundrel's way out, friends. It's a politician's way of saying he grieves with those who lost a loved one to gun violence without having to place blame on any particular people, including those who use guns to kill people. Because blaming the guns means he doesn't have to answer to anyone since guns don't talk back. Following a weekend of violence where 35 people were shot, including a one-year-old baby boy, de Blasio complained that the real culprit was the number of guns in his city and in the U.S. as a whole. Hopefully you're understanding and you're seeing a picture here that these Democrats just continue to paint for all of us. It's not people if it's a bad thing that we, well, most of us would consider bad. It's not the criminal. No, it's the guns. We're going to take all the guns away. Let me ask you a question. Who's going to take the guns away from the criminals? They're not going to willingly give up their guns. They're not going to go down to the police station and say, oh, well, there's a gun confiscation. So here's my piece. Here's my multiple pieces. No, they're going to be chomping in the bit waiting for all guns to be confiscated so that they know we are not armed. Now they've got a green light to carry out whatever heinous plans they have and feel pretty confident. That they can get away with it if they can get there before the the heroes with badges and guns show up. It's absolutely a disaster waiting to happen and it continues to seem that it is only Democrat politicians that are pushing for more gun control. Hopefully, hopefully that's waking you up some. I want to give you a, a quick update on this I told everybody that if you placed an order at my wife and I's small business, uncorkliving.com, I'm gonna send you guys this mask, well, I'm gonna pick out uh, one of the orders. So tomorrow, make sure you make tomorrow's show, I'm gonna pull out from one of the orders, thank you for all that ordered, and somebody that placed an order, not only are you getting amazing products that I love and use every single day, my wife and I both do, not only are you supporting me and my show, but one of you is gonna get this official campaign Trump-Pence mask, that'll be on tomorrow's show. And now for reparations and then I've got a video on COVID I got to share with you this this entire subject of reparations is laughable to me to try to to try to cause people that never owned slaves to pay people that were never slaves is ludicrous it's just another way to drive division between all of us and what if how are they going to do it who are they going to tax is it going to just be white people that get taxed what you know there's a lot of white people that have black people in their lineage what about me my mother's of white descent my dad is black what do i get half a reparation it's absolutely ridiculous it's insane but let's listen to sheila jackson lee try to explain why one trillion dollars is what she's aiming for for reparations
3: take um yeah, be a quadrillion a dollars to to do the reparations program. What are your thoughts on on that kind of enormous number? And how would you determine if there were to be a reparations program, who would be the the recipient of that money these years after the end of slavery?
1: I welcome all of the advocates for uh, the uh, H.R. 40, the commission to study Um, reparation—and develop reparation proposals. It deals with the establishment of a commission that responds to the need for restoration and repair of America's original sin uh, and the idea that African Americans suffer stark disparities that can be attributed to uh, the history of slavery, uh, the stark discrimination and racism. This commission will open up hearings uh, with presidential appointees. And begin to develop what the systemic response should be to systemic racism.
0: It's just nonsense, friends. It's another way to, I believe, try to buy the black vote. It's what the Democrats are very good at. It's what they've been doing for 60 years. They promise, promise, promise. And I bet you if Joe Biden was to win, God help us if he did, and hopefully he does not. But if he did, they'd probably put reparations on the back burner for another four years, <laughs> and I saw one of your comments there on Facebook. Yes, make sure the Republican you're voting for is not a rhino. There's a lot of Republicans in names only out there. You want to make sure they support the president and understand exactly who they are. And finally, this is uh, this is kind of disturbing news, friends. I know there's so many people out there that are so anxious, nervous. Uh, to go out in public, to not wear a mask, to be around other people. Uh, There's new studies coming out of Florida that actually say that they have been erroneously marking 100% tests as positive. Uh, There's a lot of numbers that are skewed out there. This is one way that numbers are being skewed. My good friend, Maggie, Fog City Midge, she put this video together exposing what is taking place in Texas, my state, my newly home state of Texas. This right here I think is cause for concern and also cause for a release and a relief from some of that anxiety from all of these, all of the sudden test, test positive cases that we're now hearing about.
3: New definitions for designating COVID-19 cases has been distributed by the Department of State Health Services in Texas. In this document, you'll see that we have current case definitions, and prior to the new case status definition, a person must have a positive result for COVID-19. So therefore, this is sort of the the person with COVID-19. All these people are not marked as COVID-19. So this is one confirmed case. They do a new case definition where they include people uh, with close contact or confirm probable cases. And then you go down to sort of how they are defining probable cases. It can be people that are in close contact and have uh, symptoms. So basically there are now 15 different options for a person to be classified as a probable case. And the new probable case definition, uh, basically has this person as well as all of these other people. So total cases, 17, one confirmed, 16 probable. Are public health agencies deliberately manipulating data to inflate cases and cause hysteria? It sure seems that way.
0: Thank you, Midge. Good friend of mine, Maggie of Fog City Mid, she's a great person to follow on social media. It sure seems that they are doing a lot to inflate the number of test positives out there. Why would they do that? Is it for the hysteria? Is it for the the payback that that they get, that they're hoping to get from the federal government uh, for all these COVID uh, cases? What is it exactly? Hopefully that gives you some cause to pause, not be so anxious, and uh, just enjoy a little bit more freely uh, the life that we have. You know, I, I pretty much refuse to wear a mask in public. I know I'm negative. I've tested negative. Uh, I've actually got something coming up. A friend of mine, a good friend of mine, purchased 3,000 tests uh, for his company. He's only used about 400 of them. We're going to take some of those tests and we're going to test them on some, uh, some objects and some uh, Uh, fruits and things that there's no way could be tested positive and the test will show results within 15 minutes. So I'm really curious. We don't know what will happen, but I'm giving you the insight that we're going to do that. We're going to see how many of these tests come back positive. Be be joyous. We live in the greatest country in the world. We've got the greatest president in the world that is doing so much to keep us safe and to rebuild and build this economy after this COVID crisis. And especially once we truly get through it, Uh, be be encouraged. God is good. Life is good. We live in the greatest country in the world in the history of the world. And you've got me here too to help uh, try to just keep shining lights. Uh, every single day. That's what my goal is. So make sure you tune in in tomorrow to see who's going to win this campaign mask. And thank you so much for your purchases at uncorkedliving.com. That goes a long way to support me, my own small business with my wife and I. We sign little handwritten notes on the orders there. So uh, you'll either get one from me or her when you place your order at uncorkedliving.com and you'll absolutely love the products. I guarantee it. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.